And we're back. It's what's the cheese. And uh, it's been a been a long week, and we're on a pity pod again, unfortunately. And uh, this week we have Peter. What's the crack, lads? Now, Peter, because no one knows you at all, uh, bar maybe Richie, uh, can you give a great description on yourself? Well, you could have told me you were going to ask me this before we started, so I'd have something planned. Thanks. Uh, no, uh, it's, uh, it's better to be in the moment, Peter, do you not feel? <laughs> uh, can I give a good account of myself? No, not really. That's kind of well, I don't really have anything good to say about myself. No, it doesn't have to be good. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know. I went to college at Richie, so that's how the lads know me. I kind of know Sean as well because he was in NCI too. And then since I've been to NCI, I moved to Limerick to for a job, for work. And now I'm home again for the coronavirus. But that's kind of it, really. I don't know what to say. I'm so nervous. I'm actually breaking it here. Like, Do, do you miss I have to represent... Uh, 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 I mean, I don't miss the stabbings. But, <laughs> like, I miss the crack, yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully those stabbings weren't on you, Pierre. No, I was all right. I, you know, I, I got a job, so I was able to afford the stab-proof vests. So everything Uh-oh. was bouncing off me, right? Uh, hopefully, hopefully you weren't doing the stabbing either. Well, that I can't talk about. That I can't oh, talk about. Okay, okay, okay. But like, one of the lads that I work with, he moved into a new house. And the day he moved in, someone was stabbed on his front door. Like, not even messing. It was on the news and all. He has a video of it. Some L one just comes out and stabs your man. It's just madness. My God. Is it like one of them WhatsApp videos that gets around? No, he, it's my mate. He's just leaning out his window recording on Snapchat. Like, on it's Snapchat. actually, like, it's him recording. Imagine needing to give that as evidence and it's just up as your story. Like, you better get quick guard. It's only up <laughs> yeah, to just, yeah, yeah, just follow me there. <laughs> quick <Here's> snap code. <laughs> but, um, yeah, do you, does that mean because you are living in Limerick now that you support Limerick? I'm sure Limerick are gone. The, the the football team, like the soccer team. Well, either Ga or soccer. It's cause oh, no well, one... every... I know, I know what you're all about, but I'm trying to get for the audience, you know. <laughs> well, everyone in Limerick is just mad to hurling, like they're GAA mad down there, and hurling over football, like. And I have just zero interest in it, but I have to, like, I feel like I need to fit in. So I'm like, oh, did you see the match with the the hurls and the the Schlitters? That doesn't. And that's kind of. <laughs> that's kind of the extent of it. Then, like, I can't go any further than that. Okay, okay. Have you ever tried hurling? Uh, I played for about seven weeks when I was five. Uh, didn't, you, didn't even pick the ball up, just ran around chasing after it. <laughs> uh, but would you consider yourself an athlete in soccer then? Since it sounds absolutely, like you're... Absolutely not. I have knees made of glass. My own coaches for 50% of the year. What, uh, what kind of hobbies do you have then? Uh, I kind of live a very sad life. I don't do much, to be honest. Especially with coronavirus, you kind of like... Soccer is the most, like, is kind of all I have interest in, but I'm not good at it. So that's kind of, like, a bit depressing. No, that's fine. You could be a great manager. I know you're great into football manager. Oh, stop. I, I can't get... I, the addiction has come back. I managed to kick it for a while. And now I'm playing it while I'm in work and all. It's so bad. What, what did you do that? to kick the addiction? Did you have to replace it with something else, another game, or did you just... No, it was just, like, between moving to Limerick and then... Like having the job, I just didn't have time, and now I'm working from home, so the laptop is on, and all I need to do is just click into Football Manager and it's there. It's it's like 
it was calling me. I couldn't ignore it. How many hours do you say you're pumping in a day now? Oh, I can tell you now in a second. I can tell you now how many hours I put into Football Manager this year. But you need to keep in mind that it is open the whole time on my laptop. So it's not, I'm not playing it for this amount of hours. But like, it's bad. It's bad. And I'm there are two things you have life. the most recent one as well. Yeah, absolutely. But there yeah. are two things in life I'm addicted to. There's Monster Energy Drinks and Football Manager. So that kind of gives you a lowdown on my character. That's pretty much from your drama. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. While you're finding that, if you were to get someone onto Monster Energy Drink, what flavor would you recommend to them? Oh, that's that's an impossible question. That's right. I need to know about someone a bit more before I can just you know. It's like uh, it's like your personality is based on what monster you drink. So I need to know your personality before I can base your monster. Okay, so it's like uh. The one chooses the wizard sort of thing. Hey, that's exactly man. I couldn't put it better myself. <laughs> the monster, the monster chooses the drinker. <laughs> uh, how many would you go through a day if you're addicted? I, I'd only ever have one a day, but it's one every single day. Uh, and like, you... I, I, I have them in work, and I'd be having them at like nine o'clock in the morning. Oh. Are you having them as like a coffee substitute, or are you just actually? Yeah, that's it. That's it, exactly. I don't drink coffee, so I need the, the caffeine. If you didn't have one one day, you just couldn't get your hands on one, would you just be dead? No, but I would be, like, thinking, when can I get my next hit? Like, when can I get my next one? <laughs> <laughs> like, is it going to be two days? Because if it's two days, I have to sort something out. <laughs> and there's no way you could replace it with, like, Red Bull or anything. It has to be oh, no, monster. Not. It has to be, has to be the sugar-free monster. Well, at least the sugar-free ones. At least you're health conscious, sugar free, and all. That's so, it. I say yeah. it. Oh, that's what I, I try and tell people. I have. I actually have a can beside me here, <laughs> and uh, there's 500 percent of your daily intake of vitamin B12 in one can. So, <laughs> as as far as long as our vitamins are healthy, so that can't be bad for you. What so, does what, what, what does that vitamin do? I have no idea. But you're getting plenty of it. <laughs> exactly. So maybe it's something, something in your body that's standing out at the moment as just a perfect, perfect condition. <laughs> Everything else is suffering around. <laughs> Nothing is in perfect condition, so maybe it's not a good thing. Well, it's definitely not good for your knees if I heard anything so far. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, no, they're not. I, I can't turn. If I turn 90 degrees too sharply, I'm, I'm off my feet for a week. <laughs> Have you ever actually tried to, like, stretch it out or like build up muscle there I, or whatever i went to i went to a physio and uh now like i've, I've got mri scans and all on them and the mri scans come back clear everyone in limerick just says i'm soft i'm weak like that's all it is but uh i went to a physio and he was like yeah hey, you know your knees are grand but your legs are fucked and i was like oh okay and he made me do all these stretches and all and i just never did them again <laughs> so you you know how to fix this and you won't yeah, well I'm not convinced it'll work. So, <laughs> but like you pay a physio for yeah, your kind of. opinion, and they tell you what to do to fix it, and you go, "Nah, it's not fine." <laughs> yeah, and he and he was like, "It was a, it was like a, I don't drive, and it was like the far side of Limerick, so it was really hard to get to this physio." So he was like, "Yeah, okay." I went to him once, and he was like, "All right, we'll set up another." <laughs> oh, this is so bad. We'll set up another uh, appointment in two weeks' time. And two weeks were all around, and I really didn't want to go. So I told him my nanny died, and I had to go back to Dublin. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. Like, 
<laughs> you just didn't want to go. No. I I figured I you know, he knew I was in bits, like he knew my legs were in ribbons, so I figured I had to come up with a good excuse. This is already sound like a confession pod or something that you come on to just get everything off the chat. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm addicted. No, I'm addicted. What are you listening to nose me so <laughs> <laughs> nobody here knows me, so I'm grand. I can say whatever I want, it'll never come back yeah. to me. <laughs> we will have to give you a nickname for uh, the for the title of the pod actually. So uh, is there any nickname people give you? No, I don't know, off the top of my head. Any that you've uh, earned even they're better. Sorry? A nickname that you've earned is better if that's an option. I haven't really earned much. Uh, Are you just talking in general or nickname-wise? No, just in, in general. I haven't really done much. Um, I know. I, I think maybe... This, see, this is where we need Richie. Richie would be better off... Like, if it wasn't for the fact that he... The poxy fella has to work all the time, he'd be able to give me a good nickname, I'd say. Yeah, pity, pity about that, Richie. But we've said it multiple times in this pod that you can't trust Richie. He's a no. little... Well, that's... I asked him yesterday, could you be on the podcast? And he said, yeah, no worries at all. And he told me like 20 minutes ago he was in work. So, No worries. Plenty of worry. But, uh, I'm still going to find how long I was putting the football manager on. I can't find it anywhere. That's what I'm looking for. Oh, actually, that's cool. I didn't look there. Are you playing it while you're on the pod? No, but I was playing it just before. Okay. <laughs> Settle the nerves. <laughs> uh, I remember. Once oh God! I, I found it. I found how many hours. Now, seriously, you can't. Like, I, I, I have to stress that it's always open on my laptop. It's always open, so the numbers are a bit inflated. But I currently have one thousand and twenty-seven hours in Football Manager <laughs> this year. Just this year, um, and the yeah. year's not done yet for you. No, it's not. The, ne- the new one comes out in a few weeks, so how, the timer will restart. How much of that time would you guess is like you actually playing the game? Uh, I'd say about half of it. So five hundred hours is still half. <laughs> that that's a good bit. It just uh, says here. I haven't had it open really in work for the last two weeks, and it gives me my last two weeks. I've put in fifty-four hours. Did you ever think of putting up a a challenge sort of thing like how like how good can you get a football manager during COVID while everyone was doing them like five K <laughs> challenges or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, like uh, rags to riches story in football manager where people are getting skinny and doing exercise on getting torquey United to the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> I heard I heard there is actually like a a challenge to do in football manager where you take over San Marino football club and San Marino country and you win the World Cup and the Champions League. Is that a thing? Oh, I, yeah. I couldn't do that. So, like, I'm too much of a... I'm, I'm still a bit of a casual player. Like, there's people who get mad into it. I just kind of sign players and play games, like... <laughs> or watch games. What kind of teams do you manage? I kind of stick with Chelsea, mostly. Which is a bit of a, a weak mentality, but... <laughs> Because uh, Valo is extremely good at football manager. Oh, I didn't know that. Probably far better than you. If I, I wouldn't, I honestly, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to defend myself. I am shocking at the game. I just enjoy it. I've, uh, I just started playing the this year's one was free on the Epic Game Store there a week or two ago. 
I started a career with Newcastle and uh, I had them in second for pretty much the whole season. Um, I have them in fourth now with a game to go. That's pretty pretty good. Pretty class. (laughs) It's Newcastle we're talking about here. (laughs) Yeah, I won the league with Chelsea last night. I was chasing Arsenal for the whole season and I couldn't let Arsenal in the league. So... I'm not going to lie. I have more confessions here. I did save Scum a few games. Ah, I know. I know. I'm ashamed to admit it. What what is save Scum to the people that? Oh, save Scum is when before a big game or any game really, but particularly big games, uh, you save the game. You save your file, and then you play the game. And if you're losing, you just quit out of the game and restart it again. Just play the game again until you win. That's an awful thing to do for you. It is. Especially for really is. put so many hours into and you're so dedicated <laughs> to you're a fraud. Yeah. I know, every time I start to play, I'm like, I'm not going to deal with this time. I'm going to actually try. I'm gonna, I am gonna. need to get a proper accomplishment. And really, winning the Premier League in, in Football Manager isn't going on my CV anytime soon. So it really doesn't matter. Didn't, you, uh, didn't you play like an FA Cup game uh, and you watch the whole 90 minutes of the game, like usually in one game for people listening, you normally watch maybe five, ten minutes of it and you make tactical decisions. But Pierre sat and watched the whole 90 minutes of uh, the FA Cup final and I went to a class, like an hour class during the match. I came back and you're still just playing the game. Yeah, and it was in like the last two weeks of my final year of college, which is like the like peak time when you can't do anything else except for college work. And I was in an FA Cup final, so I had to make priorities. Confess. Confess. <laughs> Did you you keep... Or can you run through the, maybe the final few minutes of that final? Was it a tight one? I can't really remember. I, I think it was... I don't even, I don't think I won. You did win. I did. Actually, yeah. I've, just, I've wrapped up so many trophies now, I can't keep track of them all. Um, I think you won in penalties. Stop it. Oh, yeah. I didn't think I'd forget that. Obviously, I blocked the stress in my mind because football manager penalties is stressful. Because mm. when it gets to the, like the, the last few penalties, they make you watch the whole like the players walking up from the halfway line and all. And oh, I can't handle it sometimes. I have to not watch. I close, like I turn my laptop away from me <laughs> and just hope. And uh, do you wear like a suit for them games most of the time if you're not in college? I I prefer not to answer that question. <laughs> 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 Right, I think you did <laughs> answer that question. <laughs> Special what, occasion. What you you the, the best achievement you've done in the game? Oh, I don't know. Like, like once it gets a few years into it, like I, it kind of gets a bit too easy. I think you, you like, I like you start winning trebles and stuff because I only ever managed Chelsea, so you start winning too much and like it does kind of that kind of takes the fun out of it a bit. So I kind of start to save again after that happens. But like I wouldn't have anything that I would be able to be proud of. <laughs> I'm certainly not proud of putting one thousand hours into the game anyway. <laughs> yeah, I thought you also loved the game uh, Minecraft as well, Peter. Oh, you absolutely do. I I've built uh, the entirety of Stamford Bridge three times in Minecraft, <laughs> like block for block, and I've also built. Uh, this is actually only recently as well, which I'm ashamed to admit. I've built uh, Daily Man Park. The entire block of the Man Park, including the surrounding houses and surrounding area, surrounding shopping centre, and all. <laughs> I am twenty-three years old. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how long did that take you to do each time? Uh, 
the first time I did Stanford Bridge, it was tiny. So it probably took me like a few weeks. Then like the next time it took me a few more weeks. And then by the time I got to Delion Park, which is like the most detailed, probably took me like a couple of months. And what do you do once it's built? Uh, look at us. <laughs> did you put it on YouTube or anything? No. I think I have the Stanford Bridge somewhere on YouTube, but I can't. I like I don't know exactly where I'll be able to find it for you soon. Like if you gave me a few minutes, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> I've, yeah, I really don't. Want, I really don't want anyone to see it. It's like it's my biggest shame. It'd be tough to do the shopping center though, because did you do all the shops inside and everything? No, 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 no. I didn't go that far. But yeah, what am I? A loser? <laughs> <laughs> of course not. Of course not. You're, you're just a man trying to get everything off his chest. <laughs> <laughs> you just I like it's. More so, like, as a, I'll do it while I'm doing something else. So, like, you know, if I'm watching something, say I have, like, if I'm watching, like, Netflix on my laptop, I'll be playing Minecraft on the side. And I, to be fair, I, like, this was about a year ago that I built Daily Man Park, so it was a long time ago, kind of. Yeah. So, I, so I haven't played in a while. But when I was younger, I used to play, like, I used to design stadiums and all. Like I was obsessed. With, I'm, I am obsessed with football stadiums. Like every stadium in the world, I'm obsessed with everything to do with a football stadium. So I used to design them in Minecraft growing up. What's your favorite one that you've been to? Uh, I mean, I love Daily Man Park. It's like my favorite ground in the world, just because of like the the history of it and all, and the fact that it's fallen apart now. It's like if you be careful where you stand, you might fall through. But like, uh. Yeah, I'd say it was Danny Mint. Okay, okay, okay. And you are a Bose supporter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Season ticket uh, holder, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. I remember you complaining about uh, how little money you had in college, but no matter what, you'd always get the season ticket. Like, no matter what. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I bought it when I was in Limerick. Like, the season started probably a few weeks after I moved to Limerick, and I still bought the season ticket knowing that I don't, like, you know, this is before coronavirus, and I was like, I probably get to get to go. I probably get to go to like three or four games throughout the year, but I still want to see the game. And just presuming you have a few Bose jerseys, uh, who do you get under the back normally? Uh, when you kind of <laughs> Bose don't really have names on the back of jerseys, like that's kind of a more of a Premier League team. Can't, oh, okay. You can't buy Bose jerseys with numbers on the back, even like they. It doesn't come as standard. Actually, did you get the jersey? Was it Bose that did it? They're trying to get like a Bob Marley jersey. Yeah, yeah. I didn't get it now, but I no, like. What? Why didn't you? Well, nobody did in the end. They, um, they had a, so basically Bose were releasing an, an away jersey that had Bob Marley's face on it because Bob Marley played at Daily Park when probably I think it's forty or fifty years ago now, and uh, so it's a celebration of an anniversary for that. Bose released a kit that had Bob Marley's face on, but before they could actually ship out the jerseys. Bob Marley's family got in contact with Bose and said, you don't have the right to use Bob Marley's face. So they had to recall all the jerseys and get a new design. So thankfully I didn't waste my money on it. But it would have been a deadly case if it was released. Yeah, I think they're getting slight, but it did look kind of cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like it, the thing about like Bose now, they're like such a hipster club and like they, everything they do is for their image. And that was just another thing to, to have a good image like this. Yeah, they do, you, uh, this time it didn't work out. Like they have, I think this year's away kit as well. Didn't they do something similar? Or, or like, yeah, they've um like a refugees welcome, uh 
sponsor under a away jersey. So again, it's another thing. Like they're very like they call themselves the People's Club. Like they're very uh, like loyal to their community and stuff. So that's kind of it. You can't you can't self christen yourself that. I'm the People's <laughs> Club. I'm the People's Person. <laughs> like the Rock had to earn that, didn't he? The Rock. <laughs> Didn't he have a wrestling name of like your club, ready? Oh, is the oh the people's champ? Yeah, oh. that's it. Was that him? I think so. Yeah, I never watched wrestling. wrestling. I watched it once when I was a kid. I'd like, you know, in our house we had like the bog standard, like seven channels. But my cousin had Sky, so I was in his house one time and we were watching wrestling. And the boogeyman came out, and he was eating worms and all that. So I hid behind the couch and decided I'd never watch wrestling again. <laughs> Oh, play football, play football. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't want to wrestling. You're Minecraft. <laughs> this is stupid. Uh, Kev, uh, Kev's big into wrestling actually, and you went to college with him as well. Kev Langan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Kev Langan is. The, he's the people's champ. He's a real people's champ. He's a real one. He's a. Uh, yeah. How did uh, uh, you, Richie, and Kev? You were thinking Kevin nearly the gang of your class, weren't you? Well, like kind of, yeah. Well, I, that gang. A few in that gang. I didn't know them that well because I was in a different class for the first two years and then I got moved into their class in third year. Like I, I was going to drop out. I hated college in the first two years. And uh, I was, I like begged the college to move me into their class. And they did, to be fair. So then after that, then we kind of were joined at the hip for the last two years. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Not that it didn't uh, affect your productivity whatsoever. Oh, it absolutely is. Football? <laughs> absolutely is. Yeah, hopefully in a positive way, Peter. Uh, well, I graduated. Yeah. No, that's, all, that's what Richie you went gra- there to do. And Richie graduated too, eventually. Yeah. It's okay. So you got yeah, well, you went there and got it done. <laughs> Never mind exactly. how it got done. You got it done. Yeah. Yeah. Despite putting even even after putting five hundred hours into football manager, I still graduated. So yeah, yeah. There's a. Uh, uh, is there any uh, lecturers or anything that gave all of you a hard time or anything in there? What would you rank like NCI? Would you recommend it like they no, do? No, no, it's a kid. Cinema all time. Oh, it's an absolute <laughs> kid. Like I was walking down Talbot Street one day, going to college, and there were these two like, you know, how do I put this respectively? Dirty junkies walking behind me, and uh, I just heard them talking to each other, and they were going, "Nah, we you said we to meet them outside NCI." Uh, so, and I one time got in the lift, and there was just a, the tiniest little bag of cocaine on the floor of the lift. The place was it's a bit of a kick. I have seen uh, homeless people go in and sleep on the couches sometimes as well. Uh, well, I don't know if they're homeless or not. To be honest, I, how am I supposed to know? But there are people who just go in off the street. Yeah. Definitely not students. They're and not homeless. They they live on the couches of NCI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, sorry, sorry for my uh, insensitivity there. <laughs> yeah, but it's right opposite Sheriff Street as well. And yeah. Sheriff Street would be known as a not to go place. <laughs> yeah, someone I remember as well. Like I was walking, like I used to have to walk kind of past Sheriff Street to go back to my bus stop. And I walked past there one day and like the guards were there with the crime scene tape. Some, some poor kid had been shot. And it's so weird because it's right now, like the IFSC and Sheriff Street are like parallel to each other. And the IFSC is all these people walk around in suits and snobby faces. 
Fucking sorry, I'm just can I just interrupt there? I'm watching the Man City and Leicester game here on the side, and Mara's just scored an absolute screamer. A screamer. Oh, uh, uh, do you think which area do you think is more grim, uh, the NCI area or Limerick? Oh, that's a tough question. It's like kind of 50-50. Limerick is grim, but I actually have like no bad words to say about the people that are there. Everyone is so nice, but it's a bit dirty, like. But it's also grand. It's also nice. I don't want to say anything bad about it. Like. <laughs> you already have. Dude, <laughs> 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 uh, I, I, I doubt most people in... Uh, Limerick would be listening to a Rush podcast anyways. Well, I won't be recommending this any, anyway, anyway, after what I've said about the place. <laughs> uh, what have you heard about Rush, actually? Uh, I've heard about the Fabled. Now, this is, the pla- this is a place that I want. Like, it's on my bucket list. You know, the Great Pyramids of Giza, uh, kind of, you know, Machu Picchu, Mount Everest, and Walsh's. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard stories about Welsh's that, like, you know, it makes it sound like Narnia or something like you. It just sounds unbelievable. Yeah, they are probably true, to be honest. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, like, before you even say a story, believe, you know, believe <laughs> in that story. Uh, say Richie was just telling you, was he? Yeah, that's right. I think he loves Walsh's more than he loves his family. Like, I think if he could choose to live somewhere, it'd be Walsh's. <laughs> yeah, kind of losing the run himself with being closed and all but uh pity pity because if it wasn't COVID times Peter, we definitely could have had you, could have had you there and you know me and Valo might be able to do a pod in Walsh someday someday oh, that'd um, be like Joe Rogan would want, us, would want to be watching his back after that <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually you remind you reminded me of something I had to run by Valo I'll, I'll tell you after I'll tell you after uh, <laughs> actually, no, I'll just say now we could have uh, uh, but anyways, Ed, what football club were you a uh, part of, actually, Peter? Oh, Jesus, I played for Dunham County Celtic when I was younger. Um, I actually, I used, genuinely, this is going to sound very arrogant, but I used to be very good at football. But then I got kind of, I was a bit of like a, a late bloomer, and I played up front, so I was going up against like the big fat kids that were told to play centre-back. And I was this like two foot two, oh, give me the ball, give me the ball. And I just got bullied off to playing football, so I gave up. Jesus, that seems like a dream cushion, crushing story there for you. Yeah, it was rough. And like our team used to be deadly. Like back when you were playing, you know, like seven aside under twelves, we were we were like Barcelona. And then uh, you know, I was like a a little a little Lionel Messi, even shorter than Messi. And then very quickly I turned into a Bentner. Uh yeah. Now bear in mind, we are talking about something that happened a decade ago. If you were playing seven aside, <laughs> I, I still talk about it like it was my career. Like you, you know, you get um, pundits on TV talking about it when they used to play. That's me in the pub. <laughs> I, you know, back uh, when I played the game, it was different. Now <laughs> you could probably say the same story. Just don't bring up the seven aside parent. People will just assume <laughs> it happened a few years ago. <laughs> you might just get yeah. away with it. I think I stopped playing. How old am I now? I think I probably stopped playing about seven years ago now. Eight, six years ago, maybe. If uh, Russia Lake had a four team, would you think about joining? Absolutely. Cool. I would like to. Now, it'd be a bit of a commute from Limerick, but sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, just come out match day. Guess what? Because <laughs> uh, I think Richie wants to join back as well. Uh, so he'd I've be another... never seen Richard kick a football. We tried to 
we kept saying throughout college we'd get a five-a-side match somewhere, but uh, we never got it. Uh, I'd be very, very interested to see Richie play football. But Sean's making his comeback this year, so maybe Richie can join him. Yeah. yeah Were you out for a while? Yeah, I was, yeah. <laughs> for several reasons. <laughs> John but, came uh, training last year and uh, they did a beep test and he said, no, that's it, I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> it was on. You had to go to about bringing for training and you're still going to have to do this, but only you. you only have, well, I don't think I'm allowed to say that. They said keep on the QT at training today, so I'll keep on the QT on the pod. Let's <laughs> call it. But uh, you had to go out to Balbriggan like after work, and uh, like you have no time to eat dinner or anything. And then like they got to just run, like just a whole train session on a hockey pitch. And then uh, oh. when you get home, it's like ten. You're like, what am I doing? <laughs> this is terrible. This is awful. And uh, yeah, I just didn't want that. I didn't want that life. I'd rather have gone to the gym and just ran there or something because closer by and it's not wasting as much time. Well, anyways, that's just me. I'm sure I don't think anyone likes training in Balbriggan. I was in Balbriggan today. Don't tell the guards because I came up from me. But I started driving now. On, on, I got I bought a car. I literally uh, did my theory test on when on a on a Wednesday and bought a car on the Saturday. So. That's how short my attention span is, or my patience is, and uh, I'm now driving. So uh, by yourself? Well, no, not le- like that's a, that's not legal. So I, I drove me mum and my dad to Balbriggan. Okay, okay. Obviously, you're just trying to get the rush to try again the pod, you know. Exactly. Well, I I probably didn't even think about it, but I'll, if I had to tell my mum, can we just make a pit stop and rush for like an hour? <laughs> it might have worked out. It's, it would have been longer than an hour. I don't, no. I don't do half measures here on the pod. Oh. Here in this valley, so. <laughs> I respect but, uh, the wind. So have you? You've never actually been to Rush, though, have you not? No. I hate. Uh, I'm about to say something else about that will cause people to turn off this podcast straight away. But I have an uncle that lives in Lusk. So. Uh, and you don't talk to. Uh, no, I haven't seen him in years. I heard he was moving to Lusk, and we, you know. Asked him out of the family, so good. Well, I have news for you, he's probably in jail now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, unlucky, unlucky, but you know, cut, cut off a uh, loose ends there. You know, just if anyone's weighing you down, to, just get rid of them. Send to Lusk, send to Lusk. <laughs> yeah, have you actually listened to any of the podcasts? I've listened to a few, yeah. It's kind of hard, no offense to the people on the podcast, but it, it is kind of hard when you're not from Rush and a lot of the the drama and stuff that goes on is about people from Rush. Yeah. And I feel like you, you could almost build like a, a sitcom or something. Like, yeah. like a story podcast. You, yeah, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But like, say if, I, uh, like, you know, when celebrities talk about each other, you know, they all, they all know each other. It's just the same, but it's in Rush. Instead of Hollywood, <laughs> it's Rush. Everyone <laughs> knows the, everyone knows the characters, you know, Richier or Rob. Jeff Leonard just knocking around. We're all knocking around, making these mad stories. <laughs> I've listened to Richie's now, to be fair. Um, and man, that chap is just, he's dope. I love him dearly, but he's an Aegis. Isn't it both his or just the second one? Uh, both of them. Yeah. I actually I listened to the first one in Limerick. I remember I was walking to the pub 
uh, I think Chelsea were playing that day or something, and I was walking to the pub, listening to Richie talk. And I remember the question about uh, if you were like putting a football pitch, how many toddlers could you kill? Like, how many toddlers do you think you could take on? Oh, yeah. I brought that into the pub and we had a conversation about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how, how many did you say you'd be able to take on the pub? Oh, uh, how many toddlers? Like, yeah. Oh, three or four, max. With these, knees, with these knees, I'd be dying if you can't. Well, actually, no, okay, being serious, I'd like, yeah, being serious, how many toddlers could I kill? Uh, I'd say, I'd take, like, away, I'd, take away the emotional power of it. How many toddlers could you kill? I think you could get like maybe, maybe 30 or 40, maybe more. It's all about your technique. Yeah, what's your technique? Uh, just am I wearing football boots? Uh, no, runners oh. too sharp. You I can just sharp he, episodes. I think you just need to, to sweep the legs and uh, just yeah, it's a bit green, but sweep the legs and stand on heads. I know it's, I know that's vile, even to well, think about it, but it's yeah. what we're talking about isn't like these <laughs> clouds and rainbows here. This is that's true. <laughs> Yeah, but I, the, yeah. I think you'll be able to do that. <laughs> well, I think you set it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, I have to put these kind of things to the test. You know? <laughs> My mom runs a play school, so I can probably yeah. get something together. Yeah. All right, it's getting too real. <laughs> All right. oh, sorry, I back down first. I back down first. <laughs> uh, would you, uh, just because I know you're watching the Man City game, would you be a big gambler? Uh, no, That's I tried good. it. A, again, I tried it a few times in college. I tried it in college a few times, and I am one of those people that, like, you know, I put a like a two euro accumulator on that would return like two grand, and then I'm amazed when it doesn't come in. Like, you know, I've been putting bets on like a team in Andorra to win. <laughs> I don't even know who they are. I remember uh, sitting in, I think it was Natural Bakery, and uh. Like just outside NCI with a few years, and you want to put five a fiver into your Paddy Power account, but you're like a few cent off from your uh, like bank account. Just like the <laughs> deposit has to be a fiver or more, and you got someone to revolute you like thirteen cent, and so you can put your last fiver into your betting account. <laughs> oh, that sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's just what I remember of it. <laughs> well, that, was by, that was pretty back in the day when I was washing dishes in Eddie Rockets oh, before yeah. I got my big boy job. So I was kind of constantly broke back then. How was now Ed, I'm rich. How was Eddie Rockets? Uh, it was like, I was miserable for the whole, I, I worked there for four years, like four years washing dishes in an Eddie Rockets. And for the whole time I was there, I was miserable and I hated every second of it. But now I look back on it with so much fondness. Like, oh, really? Yeah, it was grim and it was gross, and I had to do disgusting things for that job. But it was, I got free food, so it was good. It was worth it. Disgusting things. Me and Sean had a much worse cleaning job in the airport. Oh, yeah. Torturous. Yeah, I think when I first met you, Sean, you were working in the airport. Yeah. And uh, probably told you I was driving the planes or something to which you probably <laughs> moved. Yeah, absolutely. You have that pilot <laughs> air about you. 
Yeah, heads in the clouds, old. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, no, because I thought if you were just washing dishes and all, of like cleaning out the same plates of like the same meals, you wouldn't really want to be eating there. If you're in there all day, you're getting like same smell. Like if say if you're working at a chipper, you probably get sick of the smell of chipper and stuff. Yeah, uh, and you wouldn't want to eat there. Uh, did you get that at all, Nelly Rockets? That do, it does happen, like, but like, you know, it, it happens until I get a plate of garlic cheese fries put in front of me, and then I forget about everything. Like, <laughs> and to be fair, to be fair, Nelly Rockets, the food isn't actually that bad. Like, you would assume it would be a lot worse, but it's actually pretty fresh and pretty good. Mm, very, very nice. We actually, uh, would you be more of a Chinese or chipper man usually? I'm honestly, I'm not a big fan of chipper. I'd be more Chinese. And I, you haven't, you haven't, but when you come to Russia, I get Susie Swice back. Oh, I mean, well, Fallo might say no to that, but I'm telling you now. The panda in Swice back. Did you see another Chinese opened up in uh, in Russia? Never see that. I don't live there. Yeah, but it might have been on, I don't know, someone put up on their story or whatever. Because <laughs> what was it? Sanuk or something like that? I want to get this right. Where is it? Uh, yes, yeah, right beside Susie's. Yeah, it's called Sanuk. But um, we tried to ring it last night, and uh, they weren't taking any more orders because they're like, there's such a queue. There's like well over an hour queue for people ordering. And then tried to ring Susie's and couldn't get anything either. <laughs> like, there, there's a load of Chinese and chippers in Rush, but like the demand is there. <laughs> like there's not enough of them there's loads but there's not enough of them for the mental lads and girls who just eat Chinese <laughs> and chipper all the time and I feel so bad for like uh, people who work like my only experiences in the food industry I know people work in like retail and stuff but if like I wake up on a Saturday morning sometimes and I still think I have to work in Eddie Rockets and I like I feel sick because I think it's going to be so busy in Eddie Rockets today and then I wait realized that that was like a year and a half ago. <laughs> I don't have to do it anymore. And like, I nearly cry with happiness. I get I get that too on the weekend sometimes. Do you, Valo? Yeah, I love having my weekends free. Oh. It's I've watched more football in the past year than I watched in the previous twenty two combined because I first of all I'm more into football and second of all I don't work anymore at the weekends. It's unbelievable. Like it, it sounds like such a small thing, but having your weekends it. it it's the best. Something to look forward to. Like when you're in college, you go, Oh, I have assignments. Then you go, It's the weekend. You had to go to work and clean the jacks or clean food out, <laughs> plates or whatever you did, Peter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just, yeah. It's just the break is nice. And I still get it, man. Every, every now and then I'll wake up on a weekend. Like a, you know, when you kind of wake up and you don't know where you are for a few seconds, and I'll yeah. be thinking, I don't. I know where I am, but I'm thinking I'd go to work now, and I'd be miserable for about thirty seconds. And remember, like, yeah. yeah, it's like when when you're going to go to sleep and you hear rain outside, and you just go, "I don't have to be out there," and you just you're just that much more comfier. Now I play. I this is another sad thing about me. I play. I have my phone set up to play like rain sounds to help me fall asleep. I think that's a normal thing, actually. Really? That's thank God for that. Uh, what does that do what's the benefit of that it just it like I can't stand the silence I can't 
I hate hearing my own heartbeat. It makes me really worried that it's going to stop. <laughs> so <laughs> just, then you're just drinking her a can of Monster. That ain't stopping. And so, like, I can't stand silence. So I have like, first of all, it helps with that, and then it just makes you feel more comfy in bed. Yeah, I know. I uh, I've done it before when I uh, just type down sleep into Spotify and tons of playlists pop up, but I wouldn't be able to do that. ASMR, ASMR. Yeah, uh, that's weird. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. Yeah, just like people chewing food or something. Just. I get it though when I watch uh, football chants. When I watch like fans in the stadium singing songs, I get like the ASMR sensation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 even, even the roof. Oh, I, anything, anything. <laughs> Your shit. <laughs> it's sleepy. Well, I'm there, so that's relaxing. <laughs> oh, maybe it's because it reminds you of home. <laughs> uh, you support Chelsea. What do you think of uh, Lampard? Uh, I think he just needs time. Like, I know like, he's shown his experience at times that he's like he's only this is only his third season as a, as an actual football manager, and he's shown at a times like yesterday in the match against West Brom. And Chelsea are chasing the game, and he brought on Giroud for Thiago Silva, which just lost all shape that Chelsea had, and it kind of nearly made us not get back into the game. So I think there are things he needs to improve in himself, but I think he's worked like you know the man has done so much for the club. He deserves a bit more time, and he deserves a bit more respect from the Chelsea fans than Chelsea have given to managers previously. So, do you think Thiago Silva was a good signing, signing, or is he too old? Uh, I think the defence needed some experience, like badly needed some experience. So I think he'd be brilliant for that. Uh, I'm not sure if he'd be able to, to play, uh, to be able to make like cut us at this level in the Premier League, but sure. I think he he will be good, but I don't think he'll be the Thiago Silva that he's known as. Like, Are, are you title contenders? No, no, absolutely not. Not for at least another year, I think. Like, when you consider, like, this is, I always say, it's the biggest transitional period Chelsea have had since Abramovich took over. Like, between the transfer ban last year, so all the youth players haven't come in, and now another five or six players have come into the squad. So, it's essentially a new team than the one that started, that, that finished two seasons ago. So, you just need to give them time. Like, new lads coming in to a new country. You just need to give them time to settle into gel and to get that chemistry going. So that seem to really know what you're talking about here. Do you ever think of actually becoming a real manager? I wish. I probably I would love to do it, but I, I don't know. I feel like it's easier to be a couch pundit than it is to be an actual manager. <laughs> Definitely. But, you know, I think you'd be good at here. I think you'd be great oh, thank at you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm very opinionated. That's the only thing. I'm also very stubborn. So, I guess. Me and Kev Langan nearly had a, an argument yesterday. He was taking the pace out of Chelsea during the match. And this is coming from a United fan who are in like no position to criticise. And I was very I was very adamant that uh, he should not be taking extracting the Michael from Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> did you uh do you not hear though? I keep hearing from uh, especially like Kenny Hogan where Man you are back. <laughs> Man you are back, baby. Man you are back to where they were three years ago instead of last year. They're still <laughs> shy. At the end of last year, I thought they were going to do really well, but yeah, well, that's the, the, like, and I hate criticizing other teams because I know 
Chelsea get a lot of criticism and it's deserved criticism, so I hate criticizing other teams. But Man United didn't play anyone decent at the end of last year, except for Chelsea in the FA Cup semi-final, and Chelsea breezed through that game. So yeah, all the games they were winning, like pretty much every single one, there was like a penalty or two penalties. Some of them. Yeah, they're like, and that's like they do get calls. To be fair, like even the one yesterday, it was a handball, but the fact that it was like after the final whistle, it's just mental. Yeah. So, do you think Oli is at the wheel or not? <laughs> I look. I don't have a lot of time for like. Oli just sits in in the stand at the moment because that's where his dugout is. He just sits in the stand watching the monitor. That's all he does. He's watch his little TV screen there, and he has Kieran McKenna and uh, Michael Carrick to do the coaching for him. So that's what my opinion. I'm not sure how much Oli is actually at the wheel. I think he's got one hand on us, and McKenna and Carrick have two hands on us. Oh, big wheels! More like a, it's more like a helm or something. Yeah, that's it. They're they're at the reins, and he's on the horse. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> I I get you. I get you. <laughs> <laughs> Who would you say is the best manager going in Premier League right now? Who would you want if if Frank said tomorrow I'm leaving? Who do you want in there? Um, I used to love Jurgen Klopp. To be fair, but I think now he's becoming a bit of a character. Like he's a. Uh, He's kind of had this personality that he sees his work and he's kind of overblown it a little bit. But I still, I'd still have him in. I think, I think he's just, uh, he's so positive and his energy is so kind of, what's the word I'm thinking of? Infectious. He's got an infectious positivity and energy that uh, I don't think you can look past. Yeah, I, I get that from you, Peter. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> hey, except when you confess stuff and then just go. <laughs> yeah, I think you're the only person that has ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> like actually, I, I went to Donegal I went to Donegal a few weeks ago with my mates and my mate's girlfriend came and it was my first the first time ever meeting her and she's like this real positive energetic like you know everybody needs to be positive and we need to have great energy going into this experience we're going to have so much fun and my mate was like don't even try it with Peter he's a miserable bastard but he's like he's genuinely not miserable he just moans a lot like I do I moan all the time but I don't actually mean it I'm actually like Pretty, pretty happy person. I just keep out about everything. <laughs> uh, there's um, I remember telling you if you're out to tell the story. I think I'm remembering it wrong. Did you say uh, was this the same friend who uh, has his girlfriend over when you're playing FIFA with him? Oh Christ, no! But we are not telling that story. Okay. It's not the same. It's not the same person. But I, I'm not telling that story. I need to have 15 beers before I will tell that story again. But you're Start on for life. <laughs> you're on the pod, man. Oh man, I can't. I genuinely can't. Even if, if by some miracle, this friend heard this podcast, oh, I just I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. No one knows who you're talking about. No one even knows who you are, Peter. <laughs> All right, like oh, I don't. I don't know. This is so bad. It's embarrassing for me as well. Well, the hype, the hype you're bringing up here. It's okay. It's not. It's not. It's not that bad. It's just. It was pretty scarring for me, and it was probably you know. I was pretty in school when this happened. I'll I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. You tell this story, and we'll go into intermission straight after and give you a break. Okay. okay? And at the end, I'm going to say this is what allegedly happened. Okay. Okay, So we don't even know if it's true, (laughs) even though I was there and I'm telling the story. so I was playing like pro clubs on FIFA with my mate and my mate's pro, girlfriend. Pro was... clubs is uh, just for everyone out there. On oh, FIFA, sorry, yeah. On FIFA, when uh, 
say if me, Fallon and Peter were playing, I would only control one player for the whole team and Peter would only control his player. And like out of 11, you only control a certain amount. Continue. Yeah, and so, but it was just me and my mate playing. So, um, and his girlfriend was in his house, in his room. And, you know, there's this kind of noise that you can switch your microphone off so you're not talking, to, like your microphone is still on, but if you talk, the other person can't hear you. And there's like a noise that makes, it's like a little, you know, like a little tick noise. And you know that that person's on mute. And so all of a sudden, my mate was on mute. And uh, I was thinking, well, that's a bit weird. He's not talking to me now, but we're still playing. And anyway, the game went on for a few few more minutes. And uh, I scored a very nice goal. And this little tick came on to let me know that my mate was back talking. And he went, this is how he, this is how he sounded. He went, oh, nice goal here. <laughs> And then just before just before he remuted his mic, he went, Oh, you know, pull it back, pull, pull it. So <laughs> this man was clearly being uh, you know, being seen to by his girlfriend while I was trying to play FIFA with him. <laughs> so I was very disturbed. I just turned off the Xbox and was like, I'm not dealing with this. And he didn't even bother to text me where he'd gone or anything. He just was obviously busy for the next few minutes, so um, that was, uh, yeah, I really hope he never hears this, because I don't even think he knows that I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was grim. <laughs> Sounds it, Peter. Sounds uh, grim. Uh, allegedly. Oh, sorry, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. <laughs> allegedly sounds grim as well, yeah. <laughs> um, I yeah, yeah. I think the listeners are going to need a, an intermission to digest that yeah, I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I didn't want to tell it I was pushed into a corner there by the lads <laughs> that's what we're here for okay let's get, let's get into that intermission okay let's go you still nervous Peter yeah well like I don't think I'll ever properly settle down until it's over have another month I just I feel like I've uh, a lot of you know weight on my shoulders I'm represented that you said here like I've got to uh, what to represent the nation Representing Betty's Town, uh, you said that kind of proudly. I don't think you should do that. I, I am. Um, Betty's Town is a kid as well. Like it really is. But I've grown more fond of the place since I moved away. Oh yeah, this kind of a uh, nostalgic kind of vibe you get from it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, what kind of a uh, like is Betty's Town have like little pubs like every other town, or is it just uh, no? It has has one pub and then one like it used to be a hotel and now I think the pub is the only thing that's still open so it has kind of two pubs but one is like tiny like it would be smaller than a bit like you get about three people in and uh, it's a weird place like my dad was there once a few years ago and uh, some guy was shot in a, like a gangland leader was in there having a drink and he got shot my dad had to like escape out the back and climb over the pub to get away like I've been sitting there there used to be sheep out the back uh there's always dogs in it and all. It's a very weird place. It used to be a butcher's as well. Half butcher's, half pub. Holy crap. Yeah. Half butcher, half pub as well. I've never so seen anyone like... trying to escape a pub before. I've seen that trying to <laughs> jump walls. For a game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a new one. It's a new one. <laughs> I think yeah, your man got shot like, you know, four or five times, but still managed to just beat you to tell him shot him up like just kick the shit out of him so Jesus Weird. yeah 
Especially when there's only if it, if it it's above the small as you're saying, like point. Your, your dad really got away with it. Yeah, like a serious like. I think if your if your man had a missed, he would have hit someone else. Like, like definitely. Like, uh, really? No, like I'm not even like you're standing shoulder to shoulder. There's more than fifteen people in there. Surely, uh, well, surely with COVID, like that place, uh, if we can only squeeze in that many that many people. It's allowed to open, no? Uh, no, it it closed for COVID, but then reopened and started selling coffee through the front door. So it's like now half coffee shop, half uh, pub. Half butcher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, it was a butcher's like years and years ago. Like, uh, you used to go in and like, you know, you'd say, what can I have like lamb chops? And they'd say, yeah. And you'd go into the pub then and order a pint and why do you wait for your the lamb to be killed and uh, the lamb chops <laughs> well, to be made? Took- like, I'm imagining that uh, this butcher it doesn't have meat behind it or it's showing me that has animals just surrounding one that Yeah, that's yeah, there's an like a, an old picture of the like the dead animal carcass hanging out the front. Uh where it was genuinely like a butcher's where I would go at the back and kill the animal fresh and bring out the meat for you. Jesus. Yeah, it's great. Like imagine you got the wrong order. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Like how many? Uh, if you ask for, I don't know, like pork or something, they have to kill a, say, a pig for that. Like, that's only a very small part of that pig. Well, to be fair, I, I think or maybe they, you know, I don't think they took the the pork chops off the pig and then threw the rest of the pig away. I say it was, you know, yeah, it was hanging around for a good while. Yeah, someone else better get pork chops quick. <laughs> That's a very old-fashioned way to operate. Ah, but this, I mean, this was years and years ago. Like, what? This is not anytime recently. Okay, okay. How many years ago? Because you, you might say that you played football not so long ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's pretty like it's you know before we moved to Bettytown, like, and we moved here in like the early two thousands. So that's not even saying to be in the it'll probably be in like the sixties and seventies. You know? Okay, okay. All right, it's a I long can time see it now. Can easily see it now. Uh, now, Pierre, are you okay with a uh, an accent hour? Oh, is this where you have to do accents? Yeah, <laughs> because I'm I've self-proclaimed many times, not just on this podcast, but many times that I can do any accent. Um, and I completely forgot that this was a thing on this podcast. So I immediately regret that claim. Oh, okay, okay. Because uh, we we have two, you know. Uh, okay. I'm willing that you take the pick. Uh, so, Valo, what was your idea? Right, because maybe we could do my idea, and we could show different managers that. One. Oh, oh Christ! Yeah. yeah, different managers. Okay, yeah, I'm good with that. So, Peter, what it is basically is you're gonna, it's gonna treat it like a football manager press conference. Okay. <laughs> Lovely. So, I've made, I've done this in my head many times. <laughs> um, yeah so basically you're just in a press conference uh, and you have to answer like a manager would and we'll oh, I, would, I would be so good at this except, oh. for, the accent, except for the accent part let <laughs> <laughs> me just get a list of managers up <laughs> um, <clears throat> okay so we'll ask a question at the end of our question we'll say the manager you have to do it like okay Okay. 
Hey Peter, what's going on? Uh, Say Peter, what's a uh, because you like Chinese so much? What's your favorite dish to order from the Chinese? Uh, Jose Marino. I prefer not to speak. I think if I speak, if I speak, I am in trouble. Um, you know, I would say I like the spice bag, but if I speak, I am in trouble. So I, sp- I prefer not to speak. <laughs> Great answer. <laughs> I'm taking this way too seriously. By the way, I'm trying to be very good. <laughs> We give you a rating at the end of it. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, so your next question is going to be um, What lineup would you pick for Chelsea um, in, in their next game? And you're going to be Frank Lampard. Oh, that's tough. Okay, give me a second. I need to get in the zone. Is there a scream? I think in Gal, I'd pick uh, the new fella. Uh, Mendy. Then I think bog standard back four, uh Aspley Quetta, uh Reese James, uh Christensen and uh Thiago Silva. Then you go into the midfield, you've got Mason Mount, uh Kai Havertz, and um what well, uh we'll say Ingalo Kante, and then across the front three we'd have Callum Hudson Adoy, Timo Werner, and Tammy Abraham. Excellent, excellent. Uh, yeah, Peter, uh, if you were organising a 12 pubs of Christmas in town, solely yourself, uh, what pubs would you put down as a must-go-to on this trip? And do a, do a Steve Bruce for me. Oh, Jesus Christ, I don't even know. <laughs> well, um, speaking of, from someone who is, doesn't really go into Dublin too much, um, I, I'm not really sure, and... Kind of what pubs I would say. I think that is that that's a shit Steve Bruce, really, isn't it? Anyway, anyway. Yeah, you're coming off of Spanish. <laughs> well, Steve Bruce kind of he could have a little bit of you know if you shut your eyes, he might have a bit of a Spanish twinge. Um, if you shut your ears as well, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, All right, favorite only... pub, favorite pub in the city to go to if you can't think of it. Oh, for me, drunken fish. Memories. <laughs> You're such a nostalgic person. I am. That was terrible. By the way, Steve Steve Bruce does not sound like that. <laughs> not, not, not even close. Like the other two weren't close, but that was, you know. Yeah. That was terrible. Uh, yeah. Oh, we'll do the ratings. Don't worry. Okay, okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm nervous. I'm even more nervous now. Okay, so maybe uh, this time uh, might be a bit better. So. Who is the best player in world football um, as Jurgen Klopp? For me, Leo Messi, for sure. For sure, it's Leo Messi. <laughs> Ronaldo, good athlete, but Messi, for sure. Messi, better footballer, for sure. Oh, oh well, what? for Jurgen Klopp, is Jurgen Klopp the only answer or am I doing the answer? You as Jurgen Klopp. Okay, okay, that's cool. Because Jurgen Klopp would probably say he's like, you know, uh, Nico Williams or something. <laughs> I think Ronaldo's testing himself in a few leagues here. Uh, I think Ronaldo is better athlete. He is faster. He is stronger. He is he is better in the air. But the question is, who is the best footballer? And with football, Messi for sure. <laughs> uh, you recently got a new card, Pierre. You seem to be really into 
buying big did you make any big orders for delivery uh during covid and do a arson winger winger oh jesus christ i can't remember what he sounds like yeah no i i spent nothing uh you know for me the car i saved up for for months so the car was uh was the big one for me ah, okay okay because the way you said Oh, I just did the theory testing straight after. I just got a car. I couldn't help myself. Oh, <laughs> it I was sound like you saved up. No, I was saving for all of uh, lockdown, so for I was you know not spending much. So, mm. oh, I think in Betty's town, it's nearly a must-have to have a car as well. I don't think much buses <laughs> go there, right? Yes, nothing happens here. I cannot stress that enough. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. Fair. <clears throat> For shootings and places also always on fire as well. But other than that, not now. Uh, talk, tell us about the fire. <laughs> uh, oh, there's just like the dunes. Like we're near the beach, so the dunes are here, and they're always on fire. And then there's always cottages going on fire or farms going on fire. It's places always on fire. <laughs> Great. <laughs> sounds sounds just like Limerick. You must <laughs> I went from one war zone to another. <laughs> Go on there. Um. What is your opinion of uh, Jose Mourinho uh, and as Alex Ferguson? Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, I used to have a lot of time for him. <laughs> but now I'm not, you know, two uh, rival clubs. I can't do it. I can't do it. Two rival clubs are now... It's nothing, you know. I can't do it. Okay, I give up. Give up. I give up on that one anyway. <laughs> that was pathetic. <clears throat> Favorite superhero movie: Rafa de Benitez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's let's look at the facts. The facts are the best superhero movie is Avengers. Fact, those are the facts. So I think can't look past the Avengers. I think some of the you know Superman, Batman, good, very good. But the facts, the Avengers. Particularly Endgame. I would say that. I would say this much. And your favorite superhero in there? You know, for me, is Spider-Man. Spider-Man is uh, the best. Maybe he is the best. Maybe he is. I feel like that was more Arsene Wenger than <laughs> Robert Benitez. <laughs> you just put on a foreign accent for all of the <laughs> Even Steve Bruce. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> And yeah? Uh, yeah, last one, last one. Make it good, Valor. Make it good. Make it big. Okay. You're going to be Pep, and you're going to tell us uh, what your favorite sports movie is and why. Well, really quick, just imagine I'm scratching my head every 10 seconds, because if you ever watch Pipe Party on speak, he scratches his head all the time. So, anyway. <laughs> uh, for me, I, the best movie is, best football movie is Me Machine. Uh, funny is 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 good, you know. Is uh, Vinnie Jones, brilliant footballer, uh, good player, uh, and it, it, it's a very funny film, you know. Two commentators, oh, brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> and I love that movie. I know, oh, Coach Carrot is better. <laughs> I've never seen it, but it's on Netflix. I know that. Much. Ah, I don't know what you're talking about then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah it is on Netflix actually it's been on there for a while so no excuses uh, will we hit the mailbag 
Yeah, you ready for a mailbag? Oh, did I not have a rating from my amazing accents, or are we just oh, moved past it? Apologies. It's okay, do you want to start, move past it? At the start, I was debating a 10, because you're hitting them on the head, but and the difficulty level was so high for changing it, and you had to like get in the mood for it and everything. So, and you knew them all pretty well, but Steve Bruce let you down some theory. <laughs> it's hard. Steve Bruce has a difficult accent. He has like this weird, soft voice. It's hard to get. Alright. Six and a half out of ten. I'm happy with that. I'll take that. Uh, yeah, I think I'd be about the same. I'd probably actually go with six. Um, <laughs> Alright, no, never mind. Now I'm good. Seven. Uh, yeah, oh. Steve Bruce was the killer, to be honest. Yeah. yeah okay, I'll admit that Steve Bruce was, was shoddy at best. You can play. You can when your family asks you what did you get, or when your friends ask you what did you get as well. Uh, tell them like, oh, they gave me Steve Bruce and I bought it, and Sean gave you Steve Bruce. You blame me, you know, but yeah, you well, got to work on it. You I was going to blame you anyway, even before Steve Bruce, but sure. <laughs> um, okay, and you have the mailbag ready? Yeah, we have a. Heavy... I'd be surprised if you got any questions. To be honest, we have a heavy mailbag. Plenty. That's good enough. Copy enough. Okay, uh, I'll I'll fire ahead. Uh, uh, actually, when I look at them, not a lot, not a lot of them are actually questions, just saying stuff. Uh, no, no question. But if you get the chance, will you tell him that I think he's very handsome? I know. I've heard you who that is. Aren't I guess? My mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it, she follows it. <laughs> is that Caitlin? Uh, it is. Yeah, uh, Caitlin. Need to update your material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if uh, I'm nearly glad Richie wasn't here for that because uh, I think she asked Richie out on a date on this. So okay. what can she say? She saw something better and she moves on. Just, I don't blame her. <laughs> Richie will. <laughs> All right, fire ahead there, Val. Uh, do you like Fantasia? Uh, it's closed down, unfortunately. It closed down over coronavirus, and I'm actually I wasn't allowed in there for many years because we used to rob from the machines. So <laughs> I was fired, and then uh, and it's closed down. So that's kind of. But it was you know it brought a bit of traffic to the town for a few years. <laughs> Right, and it's a, it is it's keep it is keep it's shit hot as well. Uh, maybe you just been there so many times that you think that yeah the novelty wore off. For a few years they were doing like a you could like go bowling and bring your own beers, so that was cool. But That's that really good. Couldn't make it survive the coronavirus. So ah, what a pity. Uh, what's your favorite Hamburg story? What? <laughs> <laughs> your favorite Hamburg story. <laughs> If you listen to uh, if you listen to most of the pods, this is asked. I only I told you I only listen to the ones with Richie, and they're not I'm worth just, listening to because Richie's on them. Yeah, I think I think this was asked to Richie as well twice. Uh, this is when <laughs> this explain is like <laughs> this this is like the fiftieth time me explaining what this is. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh uh, no! Like it's just that people keep asking. It's an ongoing gag in the mailbag. Anyways, that rhymed. Uh, what you call it? <laughs> lads, lads uh, just went on a mystery trip to Hamburg. And uh, yeah, there's just a load of stories that keep getting brought up on the pod from that trip to Hamburg. Uh, I could, I could say, I'll give you a few stories and you can say which you thought was the best. 
Yeah, go on. Uh, quick, a quick, uh, a quick lowdown on the stories in the know. Breakdown, just some real quick ones. You know, uh, the the door being broken. You know, uh, drinking Guinness off the floor. That's another. Follow. Uh, oh. can, can you think of any? And the Dutch people. The Dutch people. Yeah, yeah. That's that's very broad. I think. <laughs> Yeah. basically end up shouting at a lot of Dutch people and accusing them of like breaking the door when they had nothing. <laughs> yeah, like really aggressively. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, no, there's a lot. The karaoke. Uh, um, oh. mm, yeah, there's three, so go go at that. Uh, the, the, the one I'm most kind of disturbed and intrigued by is the Guinness off the floor. That's kind of grim. But... Oh, yeah. Oh, the races as well. Oh, the races, Peter. As in, like, like running races or like you know, ethnicity. Uh, running races. Peter. All right, yeah. We are at. It's just outside the pub. There's a big road, and we kept running races against each other. And uh, Louis pulled his hamstring, and he had to limp around <laughs> for the rest of all day. Oh. oh, oh, it brings us back. The next mailbag question is this. So, based on that story, Sean just told the race in Hamburg. Do you think truck <laughs> a Louis is trucker? Do I yeah. think what? Do you think trucker took a fall? Uh, I do. Yeah. Did he fall on purpose? Yeah, I think he. I think he took one for the team. See, I think I think there was a slight bit of gambling during these races, and uh, <laughs> the yeah, he... rumors. Hey. Might have, might have, yeah, he might. He might. Hey, 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 he might have. Uh, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Look, it happened. Happened a while ago. Now, <laughs> <laughs> over that bridge. Hey, hey. Uh, favorite dairy story. Okay, so when you said you had a very heavy mailbag, one of the que- one of the statements have been about me, and the questions haven't. <laughs> well, yeah. I did about dairy. To be fair. <laughs> So I did hear that you went to Derry on a mystery tour. I mean, we're told you were going to Monaghan. So I'll say that uh, the trick of being told you're going to Monaghan was my favourite story from Derry. Oh, brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> now you're getting it. <laughs> uh, okay, this one's more about yourself. Uh, <laughs> why did you piss on the Irish flag? Why did you do this? The, I think I categorically confirmed that was not me. Uh <laughs> I think I might know who that was as well. Do I know this person? No. No, you oh. do. You do. Oh, do you? Yeah. Was, it, was that, was wait, that? Wait, 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 wait. Oh, right. No, you don't. Oh, uh, so, was different. Well, never mind then. I didn't know that person that I didn't know saw me pissing on the Irish flag. Sorry. It, it sounds like a story, though, Peter. It sounds <laughs> like you've been accused of this before. <laughs> it was a long time ago. I was very young at the time. You can't. I don't want to go into specifics. Okay, but I'm walking away from this. I think most listeners are thinking you you did this <laughs> the first flight. Wait, I, it was near. I didn't get any on it. All right. So so it went from it was someone else to it was near. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I prefer, not, I prefer not to speak. <laughs> I speak, I get in trouble. That's uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Next one was the. First thing that comes to mind when you hear Rush. Walsh's, obviously. Obviously, yeah. Not Richie, not not Kev. No. Not people you know. 
a place you haven't been to and only heard stories. The stories are worth more than the people that I know. Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. That's very fair. And that's what a lot of people would actually think. Go first. All right, go on. Okay, so book Mary Kill, Peter Griffin, Peter Andre, Peter Pan. Uh, I used to my my childhood best friend growing up was like uh these this family who moved from Ballymore and they were like pretty like very nice people but they're very rough family and their older brothers used to take the piss out of me all the time and call me Peter Pan so he's being killed I'll tell you that now that was a difficult time in my life so he's gone um so ah sure look give me a hot steamy night Peter Griffin and then I'll marry Peter Andre oh damn. <laughs> Damn. Uh, <laughs> favorite day of the week and why? Uh, um, Thursday. Go on. Uh, it's just like it's like you've you've got the excitement of the weekend still to come. So it's like you know, like even when it gets to Friday, you know that the weekend is going to be over before you know. Whereas when it's Thursday, it's like it's more nearly here. It's the last hurdle. Exactly. Whole day. Yeah, that's, that's Wednesday actually, isn't it? Oh no, yeah. Well, you're over the hump. You're already yeah. over the hump. Hey, that's it. You're over the hump. You're already. You're kind of starting to ride that high of the weekend. Yeah. You're starting the engine. You're getting going. Um, what's your favorite thing about being a plastic fan and supporting two clubs? That's David O'Connor. <laughs> um, look, this I've had this question labeled at me so many times. I have. I have equal love for both clubs and they will never ever face each other in competitive competition. Bohemians is like a part-time club, like they're almost Sunday league level and then Chelsea is like a time club. No such they essentially are like time. They play as much matches, don't they? With Chelsea maybe? Uh yeah, they will this season is cut in half, but they normally would. But the players all have like Monday to Friday nine to five jobs like None of them get paid, or very few of them get paid at least. What about like an early Europa qualifier round? What if they play then? I don't even think Chelsea, like, I think Bowles would have to win three or four Europa League games before they could even face Chelsea. Yeah, but if that happened, who, who would you be up Um, I think I'd probably prefer Bowles to win because it would be much bigger for Bowles to win than for Chelsea to win. Like, if... It was a Shamrock Rovers can play against AC Milan, Chelsea. Shamrock Rovers are a bunch of scumbags and they're the worst team to ever have to play football. Well, is that a part-time club as well? No, they're not. They're like, they're the rich ones. Yeah, they're very much full-time, like proper professionals. Okay, okay, okay. I thought he was just putting down as any Irish club is a uh, part-time. No, it's genuinely Bowser, like just not a very rich club there are like Ed Dundalk and Shamrock Rovers would be able to pay their players pretty well but those are kind of well and also Dundalk and after oh because of Matt Doherty was that Dundalk that was Bose so oh Bose that was Bose well yeah. then they can definitely play their, pay their players I don't they, they've said that they're not they're putting that into that money into like the infrastructure of the club so it won't be used for like they've done well over the past few years, kind of with their current recruitment and kind of how they pay players and stuff. So mm. I think they're sticking with that for the moment and putting the money into other other teams. But it's still great for the club, keeps them going for another few years. 
Excellent, excellent. But also with the, the plastic thing, I'm very adamant about this. I'm not a plastic Chelsea fan. Uh, my dad has been a fan since the 60s. I'm named after a Chelsea player, Peter Bernetti, an old goalkeeper from the 60s and 70s. And uh, my dad also used to go to Bohemians matches when he was a kid. So that's kind of how I got to Bows too. So. Well, it sounds like your dad isn't a plastic fan, but it still sounds like you are. <laughs> <laughs> just in, it's the timing of it all makes look, make me, especially with Chelsea, like I, I like, I might, might be about to throw Richie under the bus again, but he would be considered more of a plastic fan than I would. Oh, my next. I know that's I know that's harsh. That is harsh, but it's a little bit true. And I love Richie, and I love the fact that he's a Chelsea fan. But it's plastic. <laughs> Plastic. What? What does someone have to do to not be a plastic uh, fan? For Chelsea have, or for in general? For, uh, for Chelsea, like, do you go to the games? Are you a season ticket holder to Chelsea no. as well? Well, I think in a certain in a certain way, almost all like non-local fans would be considered somewhat plastic. But like, you know, those matches aren't shown all over the world like the Premier League is. So. Like Premier League is such a huge thing that it's easy to support their clubs because they're like global franchises. So, but I think for Chelsea fans in particular, you know, if you support them because they win, that would make you a plastic fan, I think. And I think if them not winning uh, kind of questions your support of the club, that one chair. Interesting, interesting. Something like that kind of going down with Barcelona. If Messi left, they thought they were going to have like no fans left. Yeah, like that. Yeah, that would infuriate me if, if I was a Chelsea fan. Say, okay, if I was a Barcelona fan, like a diehard Barcelona fan, and I heard that, I would be telling those people to not support the club anyway. If that's how they feel. Well, those people probably only buy a Messi jersey. <laughs> yeah, so they're a fan, like they support Messi. They don't really support Barcelona. Yeah, that's how Chelsea have so many uh, new American fans because of. Christian Pulisic is like, like our fans that support Pulisic but don't support Chelsea really. It's just mental. Yeah, that's the same with uh, your man. Remember ages ago, man, you got that lad Park from uh, was it South Korea or something. Yeah. Or, yeah, and he, uh, like the meant they made off of just selling jerseys of his name on the back in South Korea was more than enough to pay for his transport transfer i i think that's i think it's the same with pewdiepie as well i think it was like half made as sort of like a publicity transfer and they've just as with party song they both kind of just turned out well so it's mm. like all good news yes, yeah works out works out for everyone everyone's happy exactly yeah. uh favorite college moment it sounds like kind of sad but the best time was just like the last few kind of months when all of us were just kind of sharing the stress and sharing the pressure. And uh, I consider my college friends kind of an extension of my family. And I think we became a family in those last few months. Mm. Yeah. That's a very beautifully put there, Peter. And no, it, kind of... it kind of does uh, go to like if my, uh, my enemies, my enemy's enemy is my friend where everyone hates the same thing and hate fuels like joins people together going oh fuck these exams exams yeah. saying this lecturer we all hate them we're together in this like so yeah i could i could easily see that here and i also like yeah i don't think i can pick a specific moment off the top of my head like grad was was brilliant like that was mad that night 
so that would be up there but like there were you know you know yourself like you have some days where the crack is just 90 but you can't remember them off the top of your head but you know you had great days in college mm. I get you I guess but no particular moment just for this just for this wanting wanting questionnaire okay let me think let me think you know, I can't think of anything in college in particular, but there were just some great memories that I okay. can't think of now. <laughs> uh, that's okay, that's okay. Uh, we'll move on, we'll move on. We could even get rid of that whole bit if you wanted. Uh, yeah, no. just get rid of the bit where I'm thinking. You can just leave in the bit where I, where I do the big sappy thing about me. All right, go on, uh, go on there, Velo. Okay, um... Are you more of a monkey or a giraffe kind of person? Monkey. Giraffes are boring. Like monkeys, monkeys are entertaining. Like yeah, like you get a bit of banter out of a monkey, but giraffes are just like no crack. You ever Although, see uh, the giraffes fighting them videos? I was, I was just about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Those videos are mad. Our math yeah. teacher showed us them. I, I'm the Joe Rogan wannabe. I tell you when the animals are fighting, okay, Peter? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But, um, yeah, I know. They're, they're strong lads, aren't they? Do you they? ever get, like, um, you know when you, like, pull out a measuring tape too far and it kind of crumples? Yeah. That's what their necks do when they're fighting. They just, like, whack into each other then. Yeah. I have to... I wouldn't want to mess with one. I wouldn't want to mess with one. No, me but, neither. But yeah, all all day monkey, all day. I still, I also feel like I could get away from a giraffe. Yeah. If if you know, if it came, if it was like a, I know I'm a monkey person, but if I had to fight one of them, I'd, I'd probably rather fight a giraffe because I could run away. I doubt it. I doubt it here. <laughs> not with your glass leg. <laughs> but if you just got to the other side of it, like. Giraffes. They won't know where they won't know where you're gone. Guess how fast a giraffe can run? Uh, twenty miles an hour. Sixty kilometers Stop an it. hour. Sixty kilometers an hour. That's ridiculous. Okay, never mind. I don't think I'll get away from the giraffe. Right, we're gonna try down monkey speed. Sixty-five miles oh, an hour. Oh, there you oh, go. Wait. Oh, that's sixty-five miles no, 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 an hour. No, it says Honda so monkey specifications. No, here, no, that, yeah, no, it's a, it's a car. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> no one's ever seen it. Uh, about twelve miles per hour for a spider monkey. That's so slow. Yeah, but you know what? At least we have the right answer, and not thinking, not walking away, thinking they can go sixty-five miles an hour. <laughs> That's true. Oh, thank God! I got a heart attack there. Um, <laughs> so fast. Uh, we have someone who just says free Palestine and uh, couldn't agree with respect that um, why did you attend the anti-mask protest in town I will again say that this is something to do with my uh, rant however I will say that I'm very pro-mask I think people should wear masks so okay, we'll so get into that in my rant alright that lad's a liar now uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lawyer. Uh, yeah, go on. Uh, well, what age did you hit puberty? As it looked like, oh, haven't hit it yet. I was about fifteen or sixteen. No jokes. Good. Oh, Lester just went two and up. I don't know. That, I'm asked, I, huh? 
I was I was a late bloomer, like no, no doubt about it. And I do have a very baby face. I was hoping you'd say that's part of the rant as well. <laughs> 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 uh, I think I think we're pretty much done uh, with the questions. So uh, I think who said that by the way? Wait, it's me. The puberty thing that was me. Someone, uh, someone in your family, sort of thing. Oh, interesting. Yeah, your rant, Peter. All right, yeah, my rant. This, like, my rant, I, this might have brought up before, I can't say for certain. My rant is about coronavirus conspiracy theories. Talk more. Okay, so, like, I go onto Facebook all, well, not all the time, but this, every time I go onto Facebook, I seem to see some kind of share like someone sharing something about like, you know, masks don't work and the government is lying to us and you can't trust the mainstream media and all this. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't matter. Like people who are anti-mask are fundamentally wrong. And if it comes out at the end of this whole uh, pandemic that masks don't work and that the government is lying to us, uh, I'll, st- I'll still sleep very well at night knowing that my intentions were good and that I wore a mask whenever I could, I social distanced whenever I could, and even if I was wrong, I still tried to protect other people, and that should be the most important thing. It's not, uh, you know, that masks don't work. And, like, I see these people, you know, saying you can't trust, you know, RTE, who have provided the news for this country for, like, 80 years, but I'll share this post from, you know, like, Sandra from Rohini. I'll share her post about, uh, you know, I got sick from wearing a mask and I'll believe that as gospel, but I won't listen to the mainstream media because they're lying to us. But Sandra, who I don't even know, she's telling the truth. Like, it just really bothers me that these people think that, uh, you know, the most important thing is the truth and not uh, protecting other people. Mm. You sound like a government whipping boy. <laughs> but it's cooler to be on your side of it, Peter. Come on. <laughs> what are you? Do you all think that it's a hoax and that it's not true? Oh no, it is definitely true. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Again, one of my other best mates. Uh, I was telling. I say I was in Donegal a few weeks ago, and uh, my mate drove me up. This is my mate with the girlfriend. Yeah. So. Which girlfriend? We were driving the really hot, happy, hyper-go-lucky one who hyper happy-go-lucky who was told that I was a miserable bastard and didn't want to talk to me. Um, we were, him and his girlfriend drove me to Donegal and back, and we were driving home, and my mate sat in the front of the car and dead serious told me that Bill Gates started the coronavirus. And I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. This fella honestly believes that Bill Gates, that the coronavirus is man-made by Bill Gates to call the population of old people and sick people. Hmm. Uh, what, what did he have to back that up uh, he said that Bill Gates is on the I'm just going to remember this off the top of my head now I can't remember exactly what he said but it was like Bill Gates is on is like the chairperson of the World, World Health Organization and he's not a doctor so that doesn't make sense and then there's the or he, he did like a seminar last year kind of talking, what it, uh, talking about what it would be like if there was a, a global pandemic a global outbreak and it was very similar to what happened with the coronavirus. And then there's also the chemical processing plant outside Wuhan that, like, you know, 
it's clear that that's where the fire was started. It didn't start in the market or whatever they said happened. Mm. He's seen well, the papers, lads. He's yeah. seen documents. He knows. Yeah. The only, the only thing I'm uh, allowing scope for, right, is that like we know it came from China, but uh, how how it was uh, made and all. I just don't know. I just don't know. It's such dodgy news and stuff comes from and China, look, so I don't know. And to, to be fair, there are things that don't really make sense. Like there are things that don't add up. I will say that. And like it. But you, I think the most important thing is like you just can't take the risk that it's not real. Like, what is the point of risking other people's lives because you're adamant that the government is lying to us? I think that's wrong. What do you think, fellas? Uh, I'm just sick of the whole thing. Sick of the it's everywhere. Yeah, but uh, in Newcastle, I think you said last week, like it's not too big a thing. No one really talks about it, is that it? Um, yeah, well, it's not too, well. They've kind of changed the rules, so now um, everywhere has to shoot at ten o'clock, and so like it's like it's a bit mad at ten o'clock. Then you just see everybody and they're absolutely locked over here. Like, mm. like yeah. I think uh, that like you'd have people walking up to bouncers, go, "Oh, what do, what do I do now?" After you lock, like, where am I supposed to drink? <laughs> Oh, on the streets where all the main bars are, and uh, there's everywhere at ten o'clock. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit other not like it's not uh, like it's kind of other not similar to Dublin, except you're actually allowed to go out to these places. I think uh, they showed a some video. It was like the tubes at like ten o'clock, and it it was absolutely jam packed. Like everyone was trying to go home at the same time. So like it's the quickest way to spread it. Everyone in the same place, same time. Yeah, I wouldn't fancy the tube these days. Well, I wouldn't either now. But uh, yeah, I, that's definitely a good rant there, Peter. I got the word out. Uh, yeah, just people People are annoying, especially on social media. They do my head in. And see, the people who you're talking about who are normally uh, spreading this kind of, let's say, false information, even though we don't know for certain, Peter. Yeah, uh, I will say it could... It could come out that it's all a lie and that they're these people are right. Yeah, but it's these kind of people who uh wouldn't they won't listen to reason. If they're not listening to the news, they're not gonna listen to you. So. Exactly, exactly. I know, I know. Trust me, I had this argument with my friend in the car about Bill Gates. <laughs> yeah, Bill Gates just like, managed to get wrapped up in it, didn't he? I'm, I'm yeah, I was good. like, my friend is a pretty logical guy, and I said like, you just use logic to look at it. Like, which is more likely that a country that is known for having like some of the worst hygiene when it comes to food and they eat just the weirdest things that someone in a dirty market ate something weird that started a virus like two weeks before chinese new year as well so it spread throughout the country like wildfire or that a computer nerd in america decided he wanted to kill old people and sick people and started a virus like which is more logical sure he's old himself now yeah exactly well that'd be a bit and he said, uh, well, like you, you you could still use logic and come to the conclusion that it was Bill Gates. I was like, you could also, I could use logic. No, I won't say what I was going to say there. That's rude. That's rude. Okay, okay. We could use logic to come to a lot of things. And it's still disgusting and wrong. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, that was a great rant. Uh, do you, I think coming to the end of the show, uh, would you like to recommend anyone? Uh, my recommendation, you got to have Kev Langan on. I'm sorry, Kev. I know you said no, but you you got to get Kev Langan on. Got to get Kev Langan on. 
I think you'd hate it, but uh, we'd push through. We'll push through as we usually do. Yeah, hate uh, it. For, for nominating, but I did it. I'll force it out of them. I think you've <laughs> yeah. got to give people what they want. Yeah, yeah. everyone, everyone's a bit of Kevin. You're nearly good for you're doing uh, the pod justice, getting it back to Rush, you know. Yeah, you know? well, I like it. I feel like there was a lot of pushback about me doing it anyway. I saw the votes, I saw the, the numbers. But like, you know, I don't know how much people are going to accept me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about Rush. We don't like anything new. So, <laughs> embrace tradition. Uh, <laughs> that's what we say. But um, I, I think Kev would actually do well in the polls. Uh, I had a feeling you might struggle fear but uh you're here now you're on the pod and uh you know that's that's all i could promise you yeah i was nervous i not you know if people didn't enjoy it i'm very sorry but i think people love it because uh, these lads just need to listen to <laughs> like they need something to brighten up their mondays and that's what we give them yeah <laughs> we need we need confessions might be a whole new section of confess okay <laughs> <laughs> as well I made a few confessions on this. <laughs> I made enough confessions for everybody in Rush. Uh, hopefully, we have you on again sometime so you can confess more. Make sure you yeah, sin more before I you hopefully, confess. Them. I'll be a lot more relaxed next time, and, and you know, I'll be more chill confessing my mm. deepest, darkest secrets. Could sneak you on as a special guest. We'll see. We'll see what Kev thinks. Yeah. Okay, okay, we're gonna probably wrap this up. Are you okay with that, Valo? Yeah, good. Thanks for doing it, Peter. That's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's been the cheese. And now, Peter, get the hell off my platform. (laughs)